Good morning. It's the Absolutely Mindy Show on Kids Place Live. And I'm so excited today because our naturalist friend, David Mizajewski, is back joining us from the National Wildlife Federation. How's it going, David? Hi, Mindy. It's going great. So what is happening in the world of nature, of exploring, all of the things that you do, discovering, puzzle piecing together the the natural world. What's, what's going on with you guys over at the National Wildlife well, Federation? We have a really cool partnership that I want everybody to hear about. So there's a new film out called Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Oh, yeah. Now, if anybody you know is familiar with Dora the Explorer, the cartoon animated series, this yeah. is a live action version of that character and she's a little bit older now so she spent yeah. her you know her childhood exploring the the rainforest the tropical forests with her parents now she's a teenager and she's going to high school which is a whole other sort of jungle yeah. and so the, that's what the the new film Dora and the Lost City of Gold is about and the National Wildlife Federation is the education partner on that film and so oh. we've we've we do this a lot with with movies we will partner up and we'll take kind of the theme of that, and we'll turn it into a really fun kind of guide for families on how they can experience nature and wildlife. And, you know, Dora, she's a wildlife expert herself. And so we thought it would be a fun way to help inspire all the kids out there who are fans of hers to actually follow in Dora's footsteps and just get outside and explore nature. Wait a minute. So you're saying that when kids watch the movie, they might naturally be inclined to be like, I want to, I want, what an amazing life of adventure and action and, and exploring the world and, and you know the, the jungle. Absolutely, yeah. I want to do that too. And then you come along with the National Wildlife Federation and tell kids how they can do that, exactly. how they can be more like Dora. Exactly, and it's such a perfect fit because we've been doing this at the National Wildlife Federation for a long time, for decades. This whole idea of getting kids and families reconnected to nature, whether it's from Ranger Rick Magazine, which we've talked about before. You know, he's yeah. been around for over fifty years. Um, to our our schoolyard habitats program, which is all about getting schools to get their kids outdoors and learning um, to our, um, you know, all of our green hour work, which is this whole idea that kids need a green hour every Mm -hmm. day to be healthy and happy and connected to nature. And so that's those are all the things that we're kind of using this film partnership to, to leverage and talk about. And so what we've done is created a website. And again, it's kind of funny that you create a website to inspire yeah. kids to go outside, but that's how the world <laughs> works stop, today. Right? First stop, your computer or phone. Right. Okay. So it's, if you go to nwf.org slash Dora movie, we have a family fun guide that you can download and it's filled with activities and ideas on how you as a family can get outside with your kids and get them exploring, just like Dora, learning about wildlife. It's you know includes my very favorite activity that we talk about all the time, a nature scavenger hunt. But yeah. there's puzzles, there's games. Um, if you're familiar with Dora, her nemesis is Swiper the Fox. Uh-huh. So we've got some great fox-oriented stuff in there. So it's, it's really worth checking out. And there's a poster there as well. And we also have something that we would love everybody to do. All you right. can When you go to that site, nwf.org slash Dora movie, you can take our Green Hour Pledge. And that simply is just a pledge that says, I'm going to make it a priority to get outside and explore nature. Now, again, okay. you don't have to be like Dora. You don't have to go off to the jungle. You can go right outside your door. Yeah. There's nature all around us. We've got local parks anywhere, even in the middle of cities. 
and if you create your own wildlife habitat garden, uh-huh. like we talk about a lot here, um, you could actually see all sorts of cool butterflies and birds and other insects and things like that literally right outside your door. So this is really easy. It doesn't have to be something intimidating for all you parents out there to get your kids connected to nature. So, But that's why we put together these resources to make it even easier, give you all the expert tips and ideas that you can use to get outside with the kids and have fun and also get them kind of all that great outdoor time that we know is so healthy for kids, emotional well-being and mental well-being and for their school performance. Yeah. And all that good stuff. I know we were just in Maine for our family vacation, and I realized how much better we are as a family when we are outside. I don't know what it is. (laughs) My kids fight less. We're crabbing each other less. We are just happier when we're outside. You know, there's actually a lot of research, scientific research yeah. that has looked at into that and yeah, there are tons of benefits of of getting outside. I mean, I think it's 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 a it's a balanced thing, you know. I mean, yeah. it's not that you know being indoors and doing indoor activities are are, are bad no. necessarily. It's just that that's all we do. Yeah, and you know, I mean, kids are scheduled. You know, they go from school to their after school activities to their sports, and never have time to just sort of have free time and be kids and explore. And again, there's a lot of research out there that shows how important that is. And so that's yeah. why you know the National Wildlife Federation we want all you kids out there to have that fun time where you just get to go outside with your friends, with your family, explore, turn over a rock and see all the critters Mm -hmm. under there. Again, do a nature scavenger hunt. One of the other cool activities in the Family Fun Guide for our Door and the Lost City of Gold partnership is finding animals in in the stars. There are all these really cool constellations that astronomers have come up with over centuries, and many of them are animals. So what a fun thing to go outside at night. Yeah. And and actually that's a good a good opportunity for me to mention one of our other really fun programs that's going on right now. It's called the Great American Campout. Oh yeah. That's where you go in your backyard. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean it's the same exact idea here. We're just trying to help families have a fun opportunity to get outside together and experience nature. And so the Great American Campout goes on all summer long. And again, we ask folks to go to the our uh, campout.org website and you take a pledge saying, I'm gonna camp with my family. We're trying to get over a hundred thousand people to take that pledge. And um yeah, we've got tons of camping ideas and activities and, again, just things to make it fun. But anyway, all of this is is really part of what the National Wildlife Federation is all about. We're about saving wildlife, obviously. But, you know, we want to get all you kids out there outside having fun and not always cooped up indoors or you know mm-hmm. staring at a phone. And in order to to protect wildlife, first you've got to appreciate it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot of endangered species on our planet of both plants and animals. Mm-hmm. And if you don't experience them, you might not even care. You think, well, "I'm not going to see them anyway," but if you once you get out there and you start appreciating these things, yeah. you realize, "Oh, I want to protect these. I want my my kids and grandkids to see these things. Exactly. And that's a big reason why the National Wildlife Federation has all these great programs for families, because we know that you only protect what you you love, and you only Mm -hmm. love what you've had a chance to learn about. And so if we don't get outside when we're kids and learn about wildlife and nature, chances are you're going to grow up into an adult that maybe doesn't care. And that that would be bad news for a lot of other species on this planet. And bad news for us. And bad news for us, too. I mean, think about how boring life would be on this planet if there weren't really cool bugs to go out and look at and if we couldn't hear birds singing you know if we couldn't go outside and and see a deer in our backyard i mean this is what the life on this planet's all about and we human beings are part of it 
But they also, also some of these plants and animals affect us in a really direct way when it comes to the food that we eat and how we're able to grow things. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the great example of that, that that we talk about a lot are pollinators and bees, right? I mean, I don't know if everybody out there knows, but a third of the food we eat, that's one in three bites of food that you eat on your plate at dinner time, is the direct result of an animal pollinator that pollinated a plant and allowed that plant to form what is our food, whether it's seeds or nuts or berries or the food that we feed our chickens and cows and things like that. Uh And so without pollinators, we wouldn't be able to eat. And pollinators are animals. And bees, of course, are our most important pollinators. And there's over 4,000 species of bees right here in North America, right here in the U.S. That's not counting the honeybee. That's a European species that we brought over. But so, I mean... What a cool thing to be able to go outside, whether it's in your yard, again, or at a neighborhood park or other nature place, and start looking for bees. Oh, I love that. I mean, they and, bees... and no, don't freak out and run away from them because all of these bees, they're not out to sting you. Exactly. I think sometimes we freak out when we see bees and then you realize that's not what they're, they're not in the business of stinging you. They die after they sting you. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, bees only really want to sting you if you scare them. Yeah. So the golden rule is just be chill. Yeah. Just be chill. Don't try to touch or pick up or pet or swat at a bee and it's going to leave you alone. And again, these bees are cool. Some of them are huge, like big carpenter bees. Some of them are little, little itty bitty tiny guys that you can barely see with your eye and the way that you want to you know observe them is literally just go outside find some flowers and watch and i guarantee you Mm -hmm. you're going to start seeing all sorts of cool bees and other insects actually come by and that's where you begin to sort of get excited because it's like what is that why is that one green oh my gosh why is that one Fighting with the other bees. Yeah, not all bees even look like bees. Exactly, yeah. Some bees look like flies. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we are going to invite you, kids and grown-ups, to call in if you are looking to bring a little more nature into your life, or maybe you have a nature discovery of your own, whether it's plants, wildlife, something that you discovered being out in the world this summer, give us a call, and you can talk with David. Stay tuned to this channel. You're playing with Kids Place Live. Real live radio for kids. Listen, listen. Good morning. Welcome back. It's the Absolutely Mindy Show on Kids Place Live. We're joined today by our naturalist friend, David Mizajewski, who comes to us from the National Wildlife Federation. And right now, uh, if you are a big fan of the new Dora, the Explorer movie that is in theaters, you can go to NWF, that's National Wildlife Federation, nwf.org slash Dora movie, where you can take what you see on the, the big screen. And if you're inspired by it, get out into the world world and live like Dora yourself, thanks to the work that David and his partners at NWF are doing over there, right? That's exactly right. All right. So before we get to that, I wanted to go to the phones to check in with some of you. Uh, David is an expert on wildlife, everything from plants to animals and to our interaction with the world around us. Joining us by phone from Delaware is Riley. Good morning, Riley. Good morning. How's it going? Well, guess what? Uh, one time I found a baby grasshopper under the car. Okay, so oh David, gosh. Riley found a baby grasshopper under the car. What did, What did you do when you found it? Um, I tried to I tried to um save it, but it just popped away. But this this was like um a long time ago, so um I didn't see any dead um 
grass. I didn't see any dead grasshopper, so it must have just jumped away. Oh, so. well, that's good. Thank you for caring about the wildlife, because of course insects eat like grasshoppers are wildlife. And you know what? This is a a great a great story because. Wildlife oftentimes get into trouble because of roads and cars. It's hard for them to cross, and mm. you know sometimes they don't make it. So, um, but I get a lot of questions about what to do if you see an animal in the road, and the most important thing to do, even if you really want to help it, is to be very careful because roads are dangerous for people too. Um, it's you know if you go out into the road and there's cars coming, that could be a, a, a dangerous situation. So the rule of thumb is if you see an animal in the road and you want to help it, you should always, always talk to a grown-up first and make sure that there's no cars coming. And if it's an animal like a turtle, what you want to do is move it to the side of the street that it's heading towards. Oh, and you know, again, make sure there's no cars coming. Work with a with a grown up, and for most turtles, you can just pick them right up and put them right on the other side of the road. For animals like insects, just scooting them along with like a stick or something is a really great a great thing. And the golden rule that we have at the National Wildlife Federation is just this: it's okay to help wildlife, but you never want to try to touch a wild animal, even if it's an insect or a small animal, um, because any any animal, if they're frightened might bite or sting or yeah. scratch. And so, again, you want to help the wildlife, but you don't want to put yourself in any danger either. So let grownups help. Check and make sure that roads are clear if you want to move an animal off the road. Or if you want to scoot it along with a stick or something like that, that usually is a good way to go. All right. Does that help you out? But guess what? What? It, it, my, my, my birthday was a few days ago, and my birthday party is on Sunday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Have a great like, birthday party. Yeah, it's like you guys knew it was my birthday because you guys kept playing a bunch of birthday songs. It was like we knew. <laughs> we we knew. We know what's up, Riley. Thank you so much for calling and have a great birthday party on Sunday. All right, David, uh, we're just about out of time here. Before we go, can you leave us with a little scavenger hunt for our uh, listeners to take out into the world, get out in nature, Absolutely. and look for maybe five different things? Yeah, so at this time of year in August, I'm going to say, here's your, your task, everybody listening. Go outside today or maybe this weekend and look for the first yellow leaf even at this time of year, a lot of trees start changing their leaf colors. Okay. Look for a monarch butterfly, and it might. It could also be a monarch butterfly caterpillar. Okay. Monarch butterflies are We're one of my favorites. Lots of those. Yeah. Lots of the caterpillars. And they're going to be starting their fall migration soon. Okay. I would listen for the sound of a katydid. These are the tree crickets that, at night, after it gets dark, sound like this. Okay. I would also, that's three things. Um, I would also, and here's another nighttime activity. If you go out and if there's a, if you have a backyard pond or you go to somewhere where there's a wetland, look for frogs. And if you shine a flashlight out over the water, you might actually see little eye shine coming back to you. And then lastly. Oh, you'll see the eyes if you shine a flashlight. Yep. In the pond. That's how you find the frogs. Yep. Okay, that's I never thought of that. Okay. And then number the last five. number five is a spider web. At this time of year, the spiders have been breeding and having babies, and they're everywhere out in the yards and gardens. And so if you go outside, again, even just right outside your door, 
you're probably, if you look, going to find lots of really cool spider webs. Okay. All right. And we will post this scavenger hunt on our Kids Place Live and Absolutely Mindy social media. So if you didn't catch all five items, we'll post it there. Grown-ups, you can find them for your kids. Get out there in nature. Go on a little scavenger hunt. Go on a hike together and see if you can find these five things. All right, David, we are all out of time. Just wanted to thank you for coming today. And also, don't forget, if you see the new Dora movie in theaters now and you want to take um, some inspiration from that movie and get out and explore the world just like Dora does, National Wildlife Federation has lots of great ideas to help you do just that. So just go to nwf.org slash Dora movie and you can also take the Green Hour Pledge there as well. Absolutely. All right, David, we will talk with you in I don't know, a few weeks. Yeah. So great to Thanks, have you. Thanks, Mindy. We'll be right back. It's the Absolutely Mindy Show on Kids Place Live. 